It's been a long time away. Now we're back here to stay. Back where we belong. Country racing strong. From Victoria's racing heartland, this is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. It's got it all. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. 11 minutes past 12. Time for the Country Racing Show on this Thursday. Hello to you, Maggie Payne. Hello, Gareth Hall. Plenty to discuss about Warnable last week, but we'll kick off the Country Racing Show with this segment. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. Looking forward to having a chat to this man, Alan Upton. Now, he will be attending his 75th Castanon Cup on Sunday afternoon. Of course, last year was the first meeting you missed because of COVID, and Alan joins us now here on RSN Central's Country Racing Show. Good afternoon to you, Alan. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. What's been your favourite Castanon Cup over the years? Oh, that's pretty hard to pick, really. Uh, there's been some great ones. Um, but then a horses uh, win two years in succession, such as Riveted, who led both, all the way on both occasions. Frodlaw in 1957 was an exciting sort of a result because of uh, uh, industry problems. Uh, not with uh, the industry itself, with the uh, owner and trainer. Uh, it's caused quite an uh, influx of investigations. And then, of course, on top of all that, we had the Re- Regal Vista Royal School episode in those periods of time. Well, I'm sure that'll get mentioned, uh, Alan, but when was the first time that you attended the meeting and how old were you and can you remember it? Yes, no worries. I was seven and a half and a horse called Fungi yeah. won the cup. It was uh, owned or raced by uh, the president of the club, uh, Mr. Coff, Mr. L.T. Coff, and a chap by the name of Claude Jennings from up Mildura uh, uh, away, I think he was. And that won, it won again the next year. Alan, you're the heart and soul of this racing club. You've basically done every role there at the racing club as a committeeman, treasurer, you were the president as well. Why do you love this club so much? Well, I think it was sort of bred in me somehow (laughs) because uh, relatives on both sides were uh, interested in racing. Uh, Like on my uh, father's side, his uncle raced horses. Uh, On my grandmother's side, on maternal side, uh, they were interested in racing, so you know it sort of just eventuated. And also, it was the greatest excuse to get away from school for a couple of days. <laughs> I'm sure you might have wagged a, a few school uh, days there, Alan. <laughs> yeah, done that more than once. <laughs> uh, well, over the years, you would have you know seen a lot and uh, being on course, of course, but um. I guess, how how have you seen racing change? It would have been a bustling uh, bookies ring and place, Castanon, and it's it's still a place where, you know, I find, especially a jumps meeting that they still have. It's for horse people, and it's a really good industry day on Sunday as well. Oh, yes. It's like We're very strong on jumping, always have been. And uh, as you say, 
the changes in it. I can remember in 1961, there was 50, 51 bookmakers on course. And tomorrow, or on Sunday, we're going to have five. So it's a, a, a big change in that department. And, Alan, um, have you got a winner for us come Sunday? Have you done the form? No, I haven't actually seen the fields yet, okay. but I do know we've got ten races. Yep. So, so it's going to be a long day. But then again, we've done that before. Well, you've done it many times, and I'm sure you'll do it a lot more, Alan. So uh, looking hope forward so. to it. Looking forward to Sunday, and I hope we can all back a winner. Well, I'll be trying. <laughs> Last one before you let you go, Alan. Who's your favourite jockey and trainer over the years? Oh, well, that's a good question. One of the shrewdest would have to be uh, Neville Wilson. Yes. Um, probably jumping jockeys uh, locally, Neville Rantel. Uh, was a very good rider. Wayne Smith knew every piece of grass in the steeplechase course and knew how to shortcut. But present-day riders, you've got to look at the likes of um, Steve Pateman. Uh, he's got a few chasing him now. Uh, you know, jumping jockeys are, are pretty pretty adept at anything now. They can ride very well on flat races too if they get the mounts. Yep, there's no doubt about that, Alan. You're a superstar. Um, we wish you the best of luck come Sunday. Enjoy another Cassidy Cup meeting. I hope you're back plenty of winners. Okay, thank you. Good on you, Alan. There's Alan Upton, a life member there at the Cassidy Racing Club ahead of their big day on Sunday. This is the Country Racing Show on RSN Central. 18 minutes past 12. Gareth Hall make you pay now for a $50 voucher thanks to Country Racing Victoria. It's time for our trivia question. You know the drill. 0416 90 50 52. 0416 90 50 52. The first person with the correct answer will win the voucher, Maggie. Yeah, looking forward to this. So it's centred around Castleton Cup, which is on Sunday. It's a beautiful part of the world, Castleton. Um, so what animal is Castleton supposedly the birthplace of? Okay. For those history buffs out there. That's a great question. <laughs> I'm sure if you've been to Castleton, you'll know the answer straight yep. away. All right, then. So what animal is Castleton supposedly the birthplace of? Correct answer. First person with the correct answer through 0416 90 50 52 wins that voucher, a $50 voucher, thanks to Country Racing Victoria. How good was Warnable, Maggie? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was good. It was. Um, I didn't seem to back many winners, uh, but that was all right. It was a good three days and lots of good racing on the flat end jumps. So, yeah, no, it was great. And now all eyes turn to Swan Hill Carnival for their big three-day carnival. There's something just about that Warnable Carnival. Everybody comes from everywhere. It's not just Victoria, but around the country. And... Uh, once you go, I think for the first time, I can understand how it's addictive that you need to go back the next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. And even on the Monday night when we were having the, the launch, it was the amount of people that came up to you and said they came from Brisbane and, yeah. you know, all over the place. So it was um, it was, it was was great to see everyone enjoying themselves and back at the races. Even looking at our numbers with our social media output there from the, the carnival at Warnable, like um, they were through the roof in a way um, for RSN 927. And you can see that's because of the popularity of the carnival. Everybody wants to know the stories and, and, and listen to um, the tips. But I think more importantly, the, the stories that make this carnival so great, there's so many human interest stories that 
people can relate to, especially if you're a racing fan, because this is a pure racing carnival. You, you head to the races to Warnable because you love the sport. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many times I've rewatched the Grand Annual, but it was amazing. And I, yeah. you know, I got goosebumps on the hill. And Rick says in the call, oh, my God, we've seen yeah. it again. We've, we've seen this before. And I honestly thought that when gold medals and ZM came to the fore around the turn, I thought, here we go again, they, they, these two champions. So we, And I felt lucky to be able to witness that moment, which I'm sure we'll be talking about in 30 years' time when we recall our favourite Warnable moments. I remember having a chat to Patrick Payne and Simon Wilde. They joined me both on a Saturday morning for the first word. And it was about a couple, it was the, was the Saturday after the Friday trial session there at Warnable. And ZM was back and, and Patrick said he was happy with him. And then um, Simon Wilde pointed out they were next to each other in the trial. <laughs> and at the back of your mind, you were thinking, Surely this wouldn't happen again, but it's a movie. It's like Hollywood, like the, the two warriors. There was a couple of up-and-coming, lightly weighted horses ready to take them on and try and take their mantle away as the king of the of jumps racing in this state. But um, it was – and you're watching on the hill. And you knew sometimes when you're watching a sporting event, you, you are seeing – some things quite special that you'll be remembering and talking about for for decades to come. Yeah, and then you know the added thing of Clayton Douglas taking it out and yeah. his partner Jamie Jamie having such a great week as well. So it was yeah, we'll be talking about that a long time from now. And even Simon Wilde's team to see how ecstatic they were, yeah. it makes all the hard work worth it. So well done to the whole team. And from country racing Victoria's perspective, it's a big week for you guys to showcase the sport and regional centres. Did you listen to Wayne Hawks there on Tuesday morning? <laughs> I did. Uh, Your thoughts? Well, I'm happy with the increase in prize money. Yeah. That would be great, especially from a trainer's point of view. Of course, they want the increased prize money because they're basically city races and at country prize money. And it's hard to win a race. And I'm not sure whether the extent to what Wayne was saying, but it definitely has that status that it would, you know, probably warrant a prize money increase and whether it changes the fields and yeah. stuff, it's more of a reward for the owners and participants. So no, definitely something that would be on the sta table. Yeah, I think it's a great carnival. I don't know about moving it to say, uh, to be the premier meeting on a Saturday. There's something special about it being on a, on a Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be moved. No. I think it's that iconic country carnival cups first week, uh, first Thursday in May and it doesn't need to move. Cassidon, beautiful racetrack, gorgeous racetrack, jumps racing continues there. Um, one of the stories of the carnival at Warnable was the performance in his first ride of Aaron Mitchell aboard Michelin, that he, he rode it like a 10-year veteran, did not make a mistake. He sat so beautifully on that galloper and he might be hard to beat again. Yeah, he is. He's got a couple of rides on Sunday at Casson, and so if you're following him in, uh, Long Claw's one of those from Paddy Payne that backs up in the Two Rivers steeplechase, and I reckon Rick McIntosh will be a dollar oh one to say uh, where the Wannon meets the Glenelg, which is. Uh where mm -hmm. Cassidy is. So like you said, well done to Aaron and looking forward to seeing him go over the six again on Sunday. Now there's a lot of punters asking me, who's this young kid by the name of Josh Richards? He rode Aqua Girl to victory there yesterday at Pakenham. Can you tell us a little bit more about this young kid? Yeah, he's um, moved over from uh, New South Wales, from Peter Clancy's and Scotty Spackman's, and he's killing it. I think the trainers have cottoned on that this yeah. three-kilo claimer can ride, and, and he's what better hands could he have learnt under than Peter Clancy, who produced the likes of Tim Clark and Brad Clark and uh, another champion of apprentices. So, you know, well done to Josh, who's taken, uh, I guess, 
the opportunity with both hands and he's ridden about 10 winners since moving or basing himself out of Cranbourne and I'm sure he'll get many more opportunities and there's not very often he goes to a meeting and doesn't ride a winner. Now, you would have got the leg up being a country New South Wales girl around that part of the world. Yeah, oh, well, I was following him when he came over, but I didn't get yeah. the uh, early mail on the winner that he had at Bendigo for David O'Prey, which okay. uh, would have been nice, but everyone's cotton on now. Johnny Allen looks hard to beat. Um, he did cop a 20-meeting suspension, I think, in the Warnable Cup last Thursday, but he's dominating the country jockey premiership, and it's... It's easy to, to see why, because even on that Monday, he went to Kiteon before Warrnambool. He just doesn't miss a meeting. I think he enjoys to do that because it does keep him fit and he's, he's mind-focused, especially to, to win that battle with his weight. Enjoys uh, might not be the word on the Sunday morning when you get a front up to Ballarat after yeah. winning a Group 1, but uh, he rode a treble on Sunday and he's just a workhorse, isn't he? You know, 27 wins ahead of Daniel Stackhouse. This would be his first... Nifty Neville Wilson uh, medal, if he can get it, which would be a great feat for him because, you know, he probably a lot of people thought he might not have had as many opportunities over the last few years, but he's continued to show what a great rider he is on the flat. Um, and even Alan mentioning, you know, those jumps riders can ride on the flat. And if there's anyone that can show that, it's Johnny Allen. Yep. And there's a lovely article in the Herald Sun, and we've spoke to her a few times, Laura Lafferty, of course, based at Warnable, but sounds like now that she's got the work balance right, she's not trying to overtax herself and go everywhere to please everybody. And you can see that in her, her race riding. And she kicked home a few winners recently to break through um, and win in the metropolitan area. And she's got some nice rides there at Flemington on Saturday, but she'll be hard to run down now as the, the country Victoria's leading apprentice. Yeah, it's good to see uh, Laura in there. A female hasn't actually won that award. So, you know, look, that's great. And Madison Lloyd's behind her. So two females leading the apprentice thing. But, yeah, I think Laura's got the right balance and it's good to see her succeeding. You know, we spoke to Paddy Payne in the spring and he said she might have got a, you know, trying to do too much too early. And a lot of these apprentices can do it. But she's worked out the right balance and she's kicking home some winners. I think Travis from Ballarat. Um, Kelpie was the correct answer there. Wins the trivia question. Well done to Travis. He gets a $50 voucher thanks to Country Racing Victoria. Uh, Maggie, the road ahead. Plenty to look forward to. Race one, number one at Hamilton. There's a bit of a tip around for that galloper for Paul Pruska. And we're racing at Hamilton this afternoon and then packing them tonight. Yeah, busy busy as always. Uh, good to have a country cup on. But today, as you mentioned, we've got Hamilton and Packenham tomorrow. We head to Geelong with Cranbourne night meeting. Saturday, we return to racing at Warwicknabeel. And Sunday, we wrap up a big weekend at Bendigo and with the Casterton Cup meeting. Where are you off to, Maggie, more importantly? I'm actually off to nowhere. I'm off to Swan Hill next week. So okay. I'm um, limiting the travel, but we're getting up to Swan Hill next week early and getting ready for their carnival. They tell me it's a little cousin of Warnable, but it's quickly... Um, growing in popularity each and every year. And I think a lot of the local Warnable um, racing enthusiasts, they really enjoy getting away from home and it's their chance to have a, a weekend away at a racing carnival. Yeah, it might not have that social scene outside of the races, but the Sunday for Swan Hills nearly sold out. So if you're wanting to head up, um, make sure you book online because Swan Hills filling up pretty quick and there's no accommodation. So no, none uh, at all. Not really. Okay. I tried to book uh, accommodation for the Menangatang races in October and it's limited. So it? everyone's wanting to get out to regional Victoria, which is great. But make sure you've got somewhere to stay, otherwise you might be like me and sleeping on the side of the road in the swag or something. But now it's a it's <laughs> like how do you get a ticket? to Wasty Coffee's fire 
Oh, yeah, they're going to have to night. ticket that event, I they, think. Because uh, everybody's talking about it, and we probably shouldn't be mentioning it on, on radio, <laughs> but they tell me it's the place that you need to be on the Friday. Yeah, not only for the whispers for the carnival, yeah. there's a few good stories being always been told around that fire, so it's... um. It's a good way to kick off the, the carnival. Yep. There's uh, no airs and graces there. They're a great bunch of people and looking forward to getting up to coffee country in a few weeks. Yep. Nothing better than the Mallee, I tell you. So you'll have a lot of fun, Maggie. Enjoy yourself and we'll catch up with you next week. Will you be here on the way to, to Swan Hill? Uh, no, I'll be back from Swan Hill on Thursday. So I'll um, whip up and back. Well, next Thursday. So you'll be... So yeah, no, I'm only going Tuesday, Wednesday, so I'll be back. Okay, beautiful. Looking forward to it.